0: <laughs> so spencer how'd you gain all the weight <laughs> oh Haley, dating Haley. <laughs> i have gained like 40 pounds since you saw me. have last. you probably, really i think I'm, i was probably hovering around 230 the last time you saw me and i'm i was around 270 like a month ago the, i am recording by the way no that's <laughs> Just fine said, okay cool, 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 good. <laughs> good the rules are no, it's my if, journey <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it gets recorded it stays in because i'm not smart enough yeah, no, to, no, you know how to cut you can't it out so. no i've, I've listened to your goes. other ones sure <laughs> all right well this is the van man podcast my name is sam and i am the van man and i've got spencer Wable with me today do you know what's interesting is i was thinking about it and we really haven't talked in person i
0: swear for a year yeah or more oh wait no we saw each other costco you were at tyler's wedding when was that that was a year ago okay a year ago
1: yeah yeah. and then costco i don't and then costco we ran into a costco (laughs) and you were selling your body into test
0: drugs I, I will be going to do that tomorrow. Oh, two days from now, I'm doing another screening for a three week stay in August that pays 10 and a half grand. So oh, nice. <laughs> Making the dough. <laughs> Isn't that a risk? Like- yeah. Oh, yeah. But there are tons <laughs> of people in there. So it's really weird. Like how much they try and recruit for studies. They go out and they're like, Hey, I want, I, we want, you know, 18 to 55 year olds healthy doing an X, Y, Z. And I, every time I go in there, I know somebody from the last group. So it's the same (laughs) 10 people. You want to know who's testing your drugs. It's the same 10 guys (laughs) in every city. Like it's the same dudes are going – like I was in there the last time. There were 12 of us and I knew personally four of them from the last study we did a year before. So these aren't like – these are dudes that just do it every day, year in, year out, and they're just always like – they're relying on it. I mean there's tons of guys that do 10, 12 years of them of just straight studies. That's all they do for work. I've met a guy in there that's been doing it five years, doesn't have any other income. He just does a study every two or three months. And, so it's like, yeah, it's risky, but I look at those dudes and I'm like, okay, nothing's happened to them in ten years that I can see, right? And they they're fine. They love it. Gives them good money, whatever. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, if it pays for a wedding, if it pays for college, if it pays for whatever, like one time. So you're Friday. doing
1: that on Saturday and then going to your brother's wedding. So whatever. Friday I
0: have the screening appointment. Saturday uh, oh. is Brigham's wedding. Okay, yeah. good.
1: Well, hopefully they don't find anything wrong with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, they let you know. I mean, I've been kicked out of four this year and they pay you like even if you get kicked out. Yeah. Yeah, And I found out that this, that like, I'm still new to it. I don't know all the little nuances and go to every little
1: maximize profits. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I I mean, I really don't. And the companies I was doing it for were exactly the wrong companies. So I went in there and they were telling me, Oh dude, the stud, this company is terrible. They always kick you out for this. And I'm like, Wish I would have known that before I went through a two-month screening process to get in here. Right. And then you're like, well, they're the worst company you could possibly do it for. So, once "Ah." you
1: get in, you start making friends and then it's just this network of people who just test all the drugs.
0: Yep, And you can't find anything about it on YouTube. They don't let you like... They don't, they don't let you, really post anything. Yeah, you yeah. can't post anything. If you do post anything, you're likely disinvited from future studies. And well, what about this podcast? They, no, they don't care if you're talking about it in general. But if I was like, XYZ company sucks, and this is the drug they made me take, and this is the exact blood um, pressure I got kicked out of, and this is the company I was in, then I would be... Probably disinvited if this was ever brought to their marketing team or whatever. But you know, it's not like <laughs> well, all of it's like just
1: probably isn't going to pop up. <laughs> yeah, them.
0: yeah, it's not, it's not coming through. So a lot of people do it. A lot of people rely on them. And if you can make it work with like the current job, then it's like, right. okay, well, this is pretty much two and a half months of work for me to get ten grand in three weeks. So I'm going to do this and work remotely there. Right. And I'm just going to like basically skip a step. <laughs>
1: And is that what you're doing now? Are you working full-time somewhere else? Yeah, I
0: do Wells Fargo advisors. So I'm over there doing complaints anytime. Most of it is deceased cases. So if you, like, let's say your mom passed or your grandparents or whatever, they leave you 10K, Right. you submit paperwork to Wells Fargo, and then they don't say anything to you, but they're like, oh, that's not right, so we're just going to reject it. And then they don't say anything to you, and you have to call in three months later and go, hey, what's up with this? So people, I mean, if you're good at processing death documents, that's probably a bad thing so most people don't know how to do it yeah they have no idea yeah, yeah, so it's like oh i'm good at processing death documents like no you don't want <laughs> what's to... wrong with yeah, you yeah it's like how did you get good you at got that? a weird life right <laughs> Yeah. So, so a lot of people are really mad and it's sad because some of them are like hey they died a year ago they died two years ago yeah i'm still working with my attorney i was power of attorney this one lady like in the will and in the in the client's will and in the beneficiary information it said the split is going to be XYZ in two different ways. Right. But because she was power of attorney, she doesn't have the ability to actually designate that. And so it's defaulting to a a third, third, third split. So somebody who thought they were getting 50 grand is now getting 30. And somebody who's getting 10 grand is now getting 30. And everybody's just thrown in this loop of like, dude, you can't do that. And yeah. it's like, well, you filled out the paperwork wrong or you didn't know how to handle your dead dad's oh. funds. And it's, it's really sad. But
1: Yeah, it's a brutal situation. Yeah.
0: And so what I do is I call the person after they've – I do want you know, eight to ten a week. And most of them are not like that. But some of them are. And I'll call and I'll be like, hey, did you call the person you needed to? Did you talk to the, the advisor to file the papers oh, so to So you're do working this? actual cases, not yeah.
1: just like getting inbound calls all day. No, no.
0: That was Fidelity. I did that for three years. But Wells is eight to ten a week it's really, really lax. They just introduced tracking. So before my friend worked there, he was there (laughs) six weeks and didn't do a single case. Like my boss was like, oh, do you know him? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, he didn't do anything. So we had to let him go. And a guy that I got hired with (laughs) January, he gets hired. He gets let go in April. He had done three cases. I did three yesterday. (laughs) Okay. He took that long to do three cases. And he was just, he was like a 55 year old man. He's been in brokerage for a year. He had this whole multi-million dollar startup, lost it all in the crash, had to start wow. working hospitality, went back to brokerage and finally figured it out. And then in this, he just sat there and went on a smoke break every five minutes and <laughs> closed three cases in four months. I was just like, I'm worried that I wasn't closing mine fast enough. I've done his whole workload in like five days. Like, what? So yeah, it's it's way nicer at Wells than Fidelity. Don't
1: want to end up being fifty five in that kind of situation. No. That's like a nightmare of mine. Yeah,
0: and she, he was bragging about how he put his daughter through college after she got cerebral palsy, and he like talking about how tough his financial situation was. And I'm like, then what are you doing? Not not working? Put, like putting any effort into right. this? Like if you're if you're like, yeah, you know, I lost everything. I had to restart. This is my restart. I've already done thirty years of work. And I'm like, huh. And he does. And now he's sitting there and he's like, well, uh, I'm not going to work. <laughs> and I'm just going go to let myself get fired. <laughs>
1: it's, like, it's like, oh my gosh, dude, you got to, you got to step it up. You gotta yeah. Get some fire behind that. That must be so difficult to lose yeah. all everything yeah. and then just lose all passion and end up at Wells Fargo.
0: Yep. A lot of people, I mean, I fit, like most of the guys there are either my age or 40. I don't know why, but it's like, you're and <laughs> we're, we all gap. make the same. Yeah. Like I message Jamal on LinkedIn. I'm like, how much you make and how much does, how much you pulling in? And right. in some cases I'm making more than a guy who has 30 years, his MBA, you know, 15 other licenses. And I'm right. like, how did we get to the same spot? Like, why are you and I making the same amount of money? And it's, it's heartbreaking sometimes. And it's like, Oh yeah, he's making bank dude. Like he'd renegotiated four times and now he's at your starting salary. Like, what? <laughs> like, what were you doing for 20 years? Holy crap.
1: So, okay. And this, this is kind of one of the things that I wanted to touch on because you worked at fidelity and mm-hmm. you've given me like kind of financial advice and I know you're not a fan. I have financial not given advice. him financial
0: advice for sure. <laughs> 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 to my employer listening, I've not given him financial <laughs> advice. <laughs>
1: We talked about finances. Yeah, and we talked about market. a Roth IRA. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only told me what stocks to choose. I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: that's not true. That's not true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, how do you – like when you think about your life and what you want to do with life? How do you how do you make sure you don't end up there? What are the steps that you have to hit personally to make sure that you don't end up at I, a starting <laughs> salary of somebody else?
0: I don't think it can be totally avoided, but I think that. I think that a part of it is systematic suffering. I think you have to plan suffering into your life because like I think back in all the times I was like, dude, I am out of here. I'm like those moments where it's like, I'm going to find my passport. I'm going to get a grand and I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to talk to any of my family members again. I don't care about my relationships. I don't care about anybody. I'm going to leave. Right. And those moments I look back on and I think it's hilarious that I was even in that headspace. But, and those are the stories I talk about a lot of the time, right? Those are right. the stories I bring up when somebody's going through a hard time, when somebody doesn't know what's going on. Hey, I don't know if I should go back to school. Hey, I don't know if I should take this step. I don't know if I should go on this trip. I don't know if I should do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, you should, and you're going to be fine. And not just fine, but it's going to mature into this sweet story you have when you're older Right. that you don't, you just can't see it. Like, there's no way. So how do you not end up there? I mean, the guy that got fired, he started a multimillion dollar tech company. He's not ended up at Wells Fargo, right? Well, he did. (laughs) Like, you're, you, I could say, like, well, you, I'm going to make sure I don't do that by getting a master's degree and doing a PhD and I'm going to get in on a startup and I'm going to start my own business. So nothing like that could ever happen to me. But I feel like a lot of, you know, people will act like I'm going to do XYZ so that this will never happen to me is a really weird concept because you, you, like, you're planning around a variable that doesn't exist yet. Thinking, I'll beat that very. Like, if, you know, my parents, they have a right. like, handicapped son, right? And they, they might be thinking, oh, we're going to go after all the kids are out of the house, we're going to go live in London for a while. And yet, no, you're not. You're going to live in that house and you're going to live there until he's dead or you guys make enough money to get out of there or put right. him in a home. And they'll never put him in a home. Or they might. We don't know, right? But right.
1: <laughs> the fact that it's like, well, they're planning for this variable that didn't exist. And then all of a sudden it did exist. And it's like, oh, how did we not plan for this? Yeah.
0: I mean, there's, there's one thing that struck me a while ago. Like my buddy, he asked me if I could be on, uh, he was addicted to porn and he was like, I want you to be my sponsor. And there's a system that I'm going to give you access to and I'm going to have it. And every time I look at it, it's going to report to your email, a blurry image of what I looked at. So you can confront me about it. And I was like, okay, I, I mean, I hadn't talked to this guy in a year and then all of a sudden he asked me and I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this for you. <laughs> so we start talking a while, and he's like, "What strategies do I employ to to get out of this mess? And how do I get out of this situation?" And I'm like, "Tommy, you th- like you think there's a war, right? There's not a war. Like, how do you how do you avoid human trafficking? How do you avoid doing cocaine?" And he's like, "What? I I don't." And I'm like, "Yeah, you don't. E- it's not even on your radar. Like you don't. Right. You're not even thinking about it." And like, you've never come to me and been like, how do I stop human trafficking people? Because <laughs> you're not, dude. You're just not doing it. And there's so many things where I'm like, okay, there's a million evil, malicious things you could be doing in the world, but you're not asking me for strategies on any of that. And so this, the same approach you could take to getting off porn that you do to, like, all these other malicious things, right? If you really think it's so bad and so terrible, it's just another thing, right? It's just like, well, I'm not going to do it. And you decide not to do it. It
1: just becomes this obvious thing that you don't do yeah. because the badness is outweighs the pleasure or addiction. Yeah. Of
0: it. Or it's just like, it's like, what? Why? Like, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's my new, it's what am I going to do about it? It's so it's, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate. It's indifference, right? Right. You got to be indifferent to it, dude. You can, like, obviously, you know, obviously everybody hates that all these terrible things are happening in the world. Right. But you're not doing anything. You don't care at all. And nothing's happening, and it doesn't affect your life. Like, when it gets brought up, you're like, oh, that's such a terrible... Yeah, but you're... You know, like, "Did Ukraine's you, did the you, war? Yeah, did you drive what? to Ukraine, and you were like, oh my gosh, and were you one of those patriots that I think... Didn't they recruit, like, U.S. military men to come over yeah, and fight of, on... And
1: I can't I remember what they recruited. Called. I think it was just a bunch of volunteers and stuff, but the point is, it's still happening. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, you care, and yes, that's a terrible thing. Nobody's gonna... I'm not yeah. gonna argue against that, but... The indifference is I'm not doing anything about it.
0: Yeah. And so the same thing I was like, dude, the same thing is with porn. Like if you're just be indifferent to it, like quit, quit acting like, oh, yeah, like we lost, you know, we lost the battle, but we'll win the war. And, you know, uh, every day is one step at a time. It's like, you're not right. using any of those to avoid, you know, the drug cartels that operate around here. Or how do I avoid smoking or how do I avoid drinking? You don't have any strategy at all because you're just like, what? I just don't do that. So you yeah. got to have that kind of thing to some other to some degree. Right. And I don't know with jobs. I feel like you can always go back. Like you might (laughs) always get set back in that phase and you all, and you might think like, I'm never going to do that. Right. And here's the strategy. I'm never going to end up at Wells Fargo. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do this. And it's just like, well, you might, but that's okay. Just, you know, try not to, but if you fall back and you're going back to it, and you're back in Wells Fargo like you're still gainfully employed in the top 1% of the world like doesn't i think the top 1% of the world statistically right now is $30,000 a year if you're making that much a year you're in the top 1% of wealth on the planet so if i'm back at Wells Fargo making 70k a year when i'm 60 i'm like <laughs> i'm 50 grand above the worst like the right. the bottom of the 1%, right so it's i'm not you're not in a bad po- spot at all Right. And there's I, Jordan Peterson. I love his stuff on comparing like, dude, there's a guy in yeah. Indonesia right now who walks up and down a volcano and he grabs, you know, whatever's down there, volcanic rock and sells it at a market for two bucks and then goes back and does it again every single day. His whole life for $2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, like, it's, it's like, oh, <laughs> you yeah, know, uh, maybe your life ain't so bad. <laughs> Gary Vee says something like that in his book. And it's, uh, it's the perspective of like four out of seven people don't have a toilet. Yeah. Like they don't have a toilet.
0: And I got two in the house and I, I'm like, oh, which one do I want today? Yeah, I
1: have a toilet in my van. <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> fact
0: It's mobile.
1: I can yeah, go anywhere can go, with this. I bring
0: my toilet with me I can shoot yeah. wherever I want. Yeah. I mean, internet and a phone and all that kind of stuff. It's like, so yeah, you can get pissed off at, any myriad things of like, right. how do you avoid doing this? How do how do you stop doing this? It's like, dude, most of the world doesn't have porn to watch. So maybe your first step is be grateful <laughs> you could look good. at it at all. <laughs> I lean into it, man.
1: I <laughs> double down. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I could watch this every day. <laughs> My but, uh, plan is if I watch porn twice as much, then I, eventually I'll have watched everything. Yeah.
0: There, there you go. <laughs> If I watch all the porn in the world, then I I won't watch it
1: anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that'll work out really well. Um,
0: Not for a family, but sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it's like, to summarize, in order to beat those traumatic events or in order to beat the things that you can't plan for, you just don't worry about them, right? Mm -hmm. You're saying do the best that you can every day of your life. Just plan the best you can. And if one of those things happen sucks, but be grateful that it couldn't be worse and yeah. then just keep moving.
0: What's your system, right? Like, if, if right. I'm back at Wells Fargo in 30 years, who cares? Like, I'm just gonna do... You're gonna keep next, doing the like, thing
1: that got you away from what, yeah, Wells I'm Fargo the like, first I'm just like,
0: oh, place. here I am again. Whoop-de-doo. Like, what does an alcoholic do if they relapse? Stop drinking again. Like, <laughs> like what? what is it now? Like, oh, I, I got away from it and then I fell back and right. now what? It's like, just get away from it again. <laughs>
1: like, Yeah, to, I, ha- I had somebody explain it as, it's not a relapse, it's a lapse. Yeah, You're not completely relapsing into this entire addiction that you didn't have before. You've always had the addiction. You just weren't drinking. You drank you drink once and then you stop. It's a lapse. It's yeah. a lapse in concentration, not a relapse in your entire life yeah. because you drank once.
0: Yeah, I did. I've just like started. I mean, I think today it's like day 32 or 33. I haven't had sugar or caffeine it's straight, right? I mean, I've eaten bread. I've had like the zero sugar sweetener right. stuff, right? But soda's gone. Energy drinks gone, no pre-workout, like stuff I used to just hammer. I love it, right? Right. And Haley was t- telling me something yesterday in the parking lot about how things aren't working out and it's going to be super hard for our schedule the next couple of days, whatever. Right. And I, I just took a, I just took her can of Coke and I drank it, and I was like, so what? And she freaked. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm not drinking it tomorrow. I'm just showing you right now that, yeah, I have my streak, and I drank some. I drank sugar and caffeine. I ruined my 30 days. What do you freaking do? Like, what? It, what is it? Oh, now? no. I, yeah, I have to do it again? Yeah. Oh, no. Now I have to not drink it again after this? Like, I, it's like, what there is no reset, dude. Like, if you were, I mean, if you, like, went and got a college degree, let's say, and you're back at McDonald's flipping burgers, you're not, you think, like, oh, I'm starting in the same place. It's like, no, you're not. You're starting at McDonald's. Like, you're doing it again, right? If like, let, like, let's say you're playing Call of Duty, the campaign, or Halo, or whatever game right. you're playing. If you lost all your progress, it's like, oh, now I'm starting from zero. You know the maps. You know how to play the game. You know how to do the next thing. Right. You know where to go from here. Like, if you lost this van, you could build it twice as fast again.
1: I really could. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you're, and it's not like, oh, I'm just back to a skeleton of a van. I'm just as worthless. I would legitimately worthless. build it better. It yeah. would
1: be so much better. <laughs> there are so many things that I would change in this van right. that I'm happy with, but like. The bed. I, I mean, I could list off a bunch of things that I would change in this fan that yeah. you know weren't quite what I expected.
0: To yeah, light it on point. fire and do it again. Like, what's <laughs> the ah. big, <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't. But the, and that's the trepidation, right? right? I don't want right. to lose the account. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want right. to lose this. And it's like, dude, it's okay to just lose it. It's gonna be fine. I don't have. I don't feel like I have a ton of experience with Lost like that. Right. But it just you can, and it's gonna be fine, and it's gonna be okay if you restart. Like. My dad, he lost his job after 12 years in finance, had to go truck oil for three years or whatever and during 2008, and then he went right back into finance, right back to his starting position where he was in 1995, right back to the same job he had right. when he had me when I was born. And so now I'm 16, and he's taking the same licenses he took in the same customer service job, blah, blah, blah. And within five, 10 years... Since then, I mean, that was back in 2014 or 13, I think. He, like, repassed right. all the licenses. Since then, he's moved back up, wait, like, to his old position. My mom has started working there and now out-earns him. And he was able to... He's like, now I'm going to do it right. It right. wasn't like, I'm going to look at this with some degree of dissatisfaction. I can't believe I'm here again. He rebuilt. Me, my brother, and my sister all got jobs there and went through the funnel and... My siblings failed out of the test, but they were like, I wish I had a job like that. And that's helped them find other jobs similar to it. Right. And it's like, well, glad dad did it the first time. I'm glad he restarted because the only reason I'm in that space is because he restarted. Right. So they're like doing it the second time. You, you're not starting from zero at all. You're starting from a totally different place. And now all the the little BS of it is quick. Like I, I did a construction business a while ago and it took like a year. We didn't have insurance until the last month of our business. And we were doing construction with 30 guys, like no general liability, no LLC, no business accounts. What was I thinking? Like I was crazy, right? But we did it. And now I'm starting a business with Haley and I knocked out all those registrations in five days. (laughs) It was just like, I was young. I didn't know. Right. And now I could be like, if I just kept going with my other business, I would have been fucked. I, I, I wouldn't have to start over. And it's like, dude, starting over it was five days. Now I can actually like lay a groundwork right. <laughs> here and get going. So restarting. What's is, the business? It's permanent jewelry.
1: What? Yeah. Permanent jewelry? Uh-huh.
0: Have you ever seen – it's a claspless bracelet. So oh, okay, okay. It's like you have a hook, right? And if right. you look it up on TikTok, there's 10 million videos with the hashtag. And they're only usually on East Coast, California, Texas, bigger states. Uh, and they're usually exclusive. There's five here in Utah. Three of them don't know what they're doing. One of them is just running the same th- three boutiques that she's done for the last year. Right. And another one is double the price. Like there's just nothing as far as competition goes. Huh. And everybody we talked to about it, like, Let, get me one, dude. I want. I'll be there. Tell me where you're at. Tell me where the farmers right. market's at. And most events cost fifty bucks to be there. And the bracelet costs fifty bucks for somebody to buy. So it's like you're so tuned you made 50 bucks <laughs> and you're done right you covered yeah. your expenses and we talked to these girls down in Dallas and she started it in December or she started it in September and by December they had taken about 6 weeks off in that 4 month time frame and they made $38,000 between them on weekends wow just doing the little bracelets it's ridiculous it's it, you could do it from the van like the machine is less than your podcast setup. <laughs> and you could just set it right here. Be like, hey, open it up. Just done. And you made 50 bucks. You made 40 bucks. You made 100 bucks. Like, if it's a necklace, it's more. And it's just so, it's crazy how much people are making from that. And it's right. such a simple, stupid little idea. Haley got it. And I saw 15 people lined up behind her in the mall in Salt Lake. And she was like, "Hey, Venmo her forty-five bucks to her personal account. There's probably no business account at all. It's just her personal Venmo." Right. And she's in a store, just going. Bzz, 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 bzz. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And I immediately, I was just like, buy the machine, buy the gas, buy the chains, buy the- <laughs> We just started. We got, we gave her two and everywhere she goes, oh my gosh, is that a permanent bracelet? I wish I had one of those. Blah, blah, blah. If it wasn't for Brigham's wedding, I'd be selling them tomorrow in Heber. But we got to go do a freaking rehearsal. Sell them at the wedding, man. What well, you just me? <laughs> You guys love this stuff, right? <laughs> it's a wedding
1: bracelet. It's $50. It goes, yeah. half the profits go to the groom. <laughs>
0: but they don't. <laughs> they go to the best man. <laughs> hey. Yeah, cool. like restarting and doing that again, I, I feel like you set yourself up from such a better foundation to – you'll go way faster and way right. further. And you'd see it as like, oh, I'm starting over. It's like, yeah, but you'll coast, dude.
1: When you're starting this basic business, do you – what's the long-term plan? Do you just think, OK, we're going to just run it as long as we can and make as much money as we can? Or is it like, hey, let's get it to two years and five employees? Do you, yeah. How far ahead do you plan out?
0: Right now, it is how do I get myself – enough money to pay it off. And right. once uh, I had, I like the CFO guy tell me one time I had to interview him for a college class. And he's like, so many people have a million dollar business idea. I say, why don't you start with a hundred dollar idea? And after you've made a hundred bucks, doesn't have to be the same idea. How do you make a thousand? How do you make 2000? How do you make 10,000? Right. And everybody starts from this, like, Oh man, if I can't make a million dollars renting out Airbnb, it's like, dude, just cover your rent. Just, like, just yeah. cover rent. just cover this. So I feel it's like the
1: doubling idea. Have you heard of that? The what? The doubling. It's like how do you make if you have a dollar? How do you get two dollars? Yeah. How do you get four? How do you get sixteen? You know, or you start with a hundred dollars, and if you start with a hundred dollars, it's something like, uh, well, let me think. Zeros. No, it's a thousand dollars. It's like a million dollars is eight doubling away from a thousand. Yeah. You know, you go one, two, four, uh oh gosh 8 16 Four, 32. 32 64 128
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 256 5
1: 2048 20 <laughs> and that's i think that's nine doubles sorry it's hard to double while you're counting how many uh-huh. times you've doubled it yeah, okay. yeah but it's only nine doubles away so if your goal is i'm just going to double my money this year then nine years you'll be a millionaire yeah you know and it's not that hard and then in 10 years you'll be a multi-millionaire yeah just because you doubled yeah and you might like and you
0: might after you make a million you'd be like, well. I thought this was going to give me a better house. I thought I would like a better wife. I thought I'd have a better family. I thought right. I'd have, you know, you think you get to your goal and you're like, man, I thought life would be so much easier this way, right? And it's not. So now you can try doubling something else. Like you, it doesn't have to be right. money. It's like, well, how could I get like Haley and I? We like traveling, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, well, we could do X, Y, Z. We just go on crew trips, and they're so much easier right. because the traveling's done for us. Well. How can we get, uh, borrow it from your aunt? Like you think like, oh, I have to, how am I going to buy this, finance my car, do It's like, dude, there's a cheaper way. To, right. d- like don't mortgage your happiness, right? You don't have to pay to be happy. You right. can do it a totally different way or you can pay a lot less for the same thing that makes you happy. Like there's, I mean, like the sugar and caffeine thing, it's like, oh, how do I get more energy? Do I buy a better pre-workout? Do I buy, it's like, just don't take anything. Reverse it. <laughs> like then you'll have all the energy you want like i you just feel way better being right. off it i mean you want it really bad back sometimes but it's there's ways to double and then there's ways to have and still have the same result right, right? and you think you're gonna be i mean you pro like in this van you might have wanted a house or something but it's like well i don't want to do that so let's go to a van and if you don't like the van you could be like well let's just go back up to that like you don't have to aggrandize everything three or four times more you can shrink it down and be happier the other way too
1: well and part of that is just not being attached to the goals too much right if your Mm -hmm. goal is to make a million dollars and then you're not happy don't don't keep shoveling yourself down this path that isn't working right be able to just walk away from the idea and i've thought about the van like i've actually thought about i probably think about selling this van every month okay like i consider how much is this van worth how much could i make off of it where would Mm -hmm. i live would i buy another van I probably ask those questions every single month, Yeah, you know, just because it's, if I want to walk away, you got to be able to walk away and go for something happier, you know, like mm-hmm. I would love to do this podcast more, but right now, this episode that we're recording right now for everybody's listening is not coming out for like a month and a half Yeah, because I've got to pump out all these episodes in the two weeks where I'm in Utah and no people <laughs> so that yeah. I can travel for two months. And it's like, it'd be kind of nice to just stay in one spot and be able to record these podcast episodes like a week in advance instead of two months in advance. Yeah, but it would be fun also to uh, put this out in two months and see that you've made like I don't know 10k <laughs> off
0: bracelets. The follow up. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, if you have a website by then, just uh, let me know that way I can link it. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's wild. Funny.
1: Okay, we've got like eh, five-ish minutes left. Um, I should ask. I I've been trying to ask this more often, but do you have anything specific you want to say to people who might be listening? I have questions if you want,
0: but I'm curious if I do. I, I've, since you asked me to be on here, I've thought a lot about, there's that phrase that like, oh, if you have to, or it's uh, love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably crap. Right. Right. For me, I hate that. I feel like you have to force it. I feel like it's not, you know, love, whatever you have to force a lot. And I feel like that's, people do not do that enough where they like Kevin Giebel, you you know him. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't okay. run. I don't do exercises. I don't do freaking anything. Right. I don't. Right. I just. I might go on a walk, or I might run ten miles in a weekend, and then collapse, and I can't do it anymore. I just right. don't. I don't don't have it. Yeah, I just any, don't have yeah. it. Yeah. And I went to. He was like, "Hey, I want to go. I want to run Spartan races this year, and it's going to yeah. cost a thousand dollars probably, and then we're going to have to pay for flights, hotel, food." All that was it this year? Yeah, last year. Last year, and it's going to be all this and all these, you know, these cute girls wanted to do it, and it was before I would met Haley and Kevin was going to do it, and and it was going to be like this group of ten of us that are going out and getting the trifecta, which is the five ten and yeah, yeah, um, you you know what it is, but yeah, yeah, there's the. I remember because
1: we were, I think, three or four years ago, the three of us were in a group chat when he wanted to do his first one. Yeah, I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, and so I'm I'm glad he's still doing it. I haven't seen him forever. Everyone (laughs) bailed. Every single person in that group that he set it up with. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And then I was like, "No, I'm gonna do it," and not because I'm like loyal to Kevin, because I'm like I have like this this bond, or I'm a man of my word. What? It's just like (laughs) this is the thing you're gonna force yourself to do. It was just a pick, right? You just pick it. And I was like, "Fine, I'm gonna do this," and I forced myself, and I went to all those trips, and we laugh about them all the time. And I've like every crew trip I go on, or every time I go somewhere, and I see somebody in a Spartan hoodie. I have this thing to relate to him and my brother went to it and kicked my butt on a half marathon. Right. And he was way stronger than me. And we have this these memories where we're just laughing every time we talk, oh, remember the Spartan race, remember doing this, remember doing that. Right. And none of that would have happened if I would have been like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a I'm not this. I'm not if you didn't that. just force yourself to do yeah, it. You just force yourself to do it. Haley didn't want to go out with me again. She like her roommates forced her to go out with me again. And now we're engaged. <laughs> there's there's stuff where it's like, my parents, right? They don't, uh, I don't like this person. I don't like doing this. And I, force yourself to go take your little brother to the movies. Force yourself to go on a date you don't want to go on. Force you like, and obviously don't do it to an unhealthy level, but also realize that it might be just as unhealthy for you to think you can't do it. Right. And so it might be even more healthy to do the things you don't want to do specifically because you don't want to do them. Not because you're like, right. oh, it's not my thing or whatever. It's like, dude, that's way more unhealthy to me than... Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, but I just threw myself in and told myself to shut up and did it anyway. And it's, yeah, like, it's it's like it's not That's better.
1: It's not that you don't want to do it, it's just that it's hard. Yeah. It's just hard. Yeah. And it's okay. Do the hard <laughs> that's thing. Okay.
0: Do the hard thing and just live with it. That that's been on my mind since you asked me that. So <laughs> Oh well
1: dude, yeah. thanks for sharing. Let's end on that. That was yeah. great. All right. Thanks so much, man. I'm leaving in two days and cool. I'm glad that you were able to fit me in, in your in your busy schedule. Yeah. Same. Congrats on Engaged. Thanks everybody. See ya.